0: Listening to you, smart radio detroit. Welcome to the one, the only grave discussions. I am your host, Barnabas. Leamas Ma
1: I. I just said I am Samael backwards. <laughs> it adds oh. to the whole satanic persona.
0: Yeah, I like that. Nah, that I had good, no right? idea what the fuck you were saying. Right, so like, I enjoyed you're it. You're like this guy's speaking Hebrew at me, bro. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> for real. I don't know any Hebrew or I would, you know, know say Hebrew. something back to you. <laughs> so Welcome to episode number 15 And I'm actually really excited for this one We, we have the news a great is topic happened. The news, the is, news is actually sick And we're going to have a great main segment for you guys today We're going to be talking about The next golden age of horror movies We've had a golden age And now we're in this weird Kind of phase, I guess uh, Of horror, but we're going to discuss that, and we're going to discuss the next golden age. What needs to occur to put us in that state, you know, if we're not already in one. But I think we're at,
1: like, the, the pre-stages of one.
0: Yeah. Like, where there's, like, so many
1: new innovative, like, horror movies nowadays that, like, some other company is going to see what they're doing and run yeah. with it. I think it might be Hereditary. I'm not going to speak so mm. soon because you saw that other movie that's like Hereditary. What yeah. was it called?
0: um inheritance it's yeah. the same thing you know so like that that might well, be that might be the catalyst yeah i feel like i feel like hereditary is going to surprise us um but i think that that's one movie that we're definitely going to talk about and focus on a little more you know Spoiler intuitively alert. yeah but um we're going to start as always with the news and, and like sam was saying we're really excited about the news today we've actually got a lot of stuff yeah i didn't even know this was out so
1: Barnabas mm-hmm. called me uh Well, he sent me a message and uh, he was like hey there's this spirit trailer check this out and i was like all right you know i i didn't have like too much expectations like like i said the movie was going to be good a couple episodes ago don't forget yeah you had some denial about it but yeah (laughs) i kind of did too because like movies like surprise don't surprise us anymore with like how like you know cliche they are Mm -hmm. but like this one kind of surprised me like uh the trailer looked super retro not one word was said so that kind of adds to like the there has to be some sort of mystery to it you can't go on i didn't even realize that yeah yeah i did it perfectly because like you don't need to explain yeah i don't i don't want to see every shot of every death in the fucking trailer so Mm -hmm. that was a good job man they were just it was just super retro it looked like it was shot in the (laughs) 70s to be honest like just with more high definition quality like the cinematography mm-hmm. was really good too. I really liked it. Oh, the cinematography was it, my favorite it part. Was a, that was great. It, it, I don't know. It just looks like one of those one of those yeah. fall movies. On, honestly, you know what I'm saying? Honestly, like every fall there's like at least one movie that gets us. I it think does. Like a like it. a
0: U.S. fall movie, but yeah. you know what? It also really reminded me of was a Giallo. Like yeah. it was shot in almost that exact same way. And um, you know, I gotta give mad mad props to the director uh, Luca Guadagni. Guadagnino? Guadagnino? I I believe that's it. (laughs) Guadagnino? Guadagnino. Guadagnino? I don't know. Yeah, which I'm not completely familiar with that director, but he sounds like he's Italian. And I wouldn't be surprised if he's done other movies that kind of emulate Giallo films, you know, because this movie definitely looks like that. See, what is. Hold
1: on. They said. uh, it's not the same footage that was shown off at CinemaCon back in oh, April yeah. which that, is described as gruesome and downright hard to watch. Mm, well, maybe yeah. maybe they either omitted it, edited it, or they just I mean, those are the two options. Like it's either not yeah. in the trailer or they like changed it around a bit. No,
0: because that was that was like an exclusive audience, so I think that they gave them some exclusive footage. Yeah, you would think like shit that wasn't in the trailer at all, like actual like gruesome shit that happens, you know. Um sounds more, that's what I think. Sounds less interesting to me though. I don't want to see that until Yeah. No, this, this the footage in this trailer was super creepy, um really well shot, and it just gave you this like I don't know, like unrelenting but just really disturbing like tone. Yeah, you know, because like That's you said, nobody was talking. It was just all these like really crazy shots. Bro, when she when they show the girl walking, and then like yeah. a bunch of those
1: little kids just walking up to her, like holding hands, were just running up behind her in the middle yeah. of the night. Like, I know they're little kids, but hey, bro, take a step back no for real man i'll, I'll, I'll slug one of you if of need be
0: the backhand from hades bro honestly I'm, i don't like kids <laughs> fuck, okay fuck kids. <laughs> like as a person i don't like kids at all they can all so go to hell I, I will i will kick you into the wall if you try to run up on me like that i'll I'm,
1: fucking call your parents and
0: <laughs> i want to watch you get your ass whooped too. right exactly yeah i'll do that i, I don't want to actually oh, fuck. Uh, what if they're orphans I'm i don't want to assault them. anybody well
1: what if they're just happy orphans. <laughs> Hi, lady, and she's like, get these fucking creepy I, ass know, orphans away from me. It's four in the morning. I, I don't.
0: I don't actually want to assault anybody. Of course but not. Yeah, I mean, I, this I is would, all satire. Yeah. Disclaimer. I would. Yeah. <laughs> Disclaimer. I would, I would
1: mm. Disclaimer. Everything is satire. Like, just don't run show. up on me like that. You know? Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, why are you? Why are you doing that? Yeah, bro. So it was great. Why this um, is jumpy, bro? You don't want them fangs to come out. Oh yeah,
0: no, 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 no. I'll suck you dry Uh, pause Uh, pause 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 I said that on purpose obviously to elicit a reaction great job watch out I'm revealing all the secrets of podcasting right here there we go Uh, and of comedy so uh, Suspiria the remake that was a good joke thanks (laughs) you you get it yeah I get it you're explaining comedy
1: yeah you're not funny anyway (laughs) (laughs) your
0: face is funny damn and suspiria comes out november 2nd so that's like really close uh to halloween it's like right after halloween so we're gonna be spoiled this halloween for sure yeah at least with just those two movies just
1: with halloween suspiria yeah i don't know what else is supposed to come out trick-or-treat maybe possibly i don't don't know if that was this year or next but it's been 10 years so
0: yeah it's been way too long uh so i'm excited for that to come out summer horror is never as good as fall horror yeah, it really isn't because like you're not really in the in the spirit. Get it? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then like the summer because you just fucking want to like yeah, I'm gonna go drink a whole bunch of margaritas and go to the beach. Like, okay, I
1: don't think anyone <laughs> <laughs> drinks a whole bunch. I of don't
0: margaritas to the beach. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I would go to the beach, but I'd be down Is for that a what margarita. You do? Is that why you're always day. busy? I can only hang out <laughs> on Sundays. I'm always at the beach. soon just, as
1: soon as March hits, I'm right <laughs> at the beach with some po- margaritas, pounding
0: back margaritas. Look, my margarita has an umbrella, and I have an umbrella. <laughs> yeah, I'd get the exact same style umbrella, just one is mini and one's larger. I believe you. <laughs> All right, so our next bit of news is—I think this was probably the one that we were most excited about, honestly—is an upcoming blu-ray re-release oh shit yeah okay the unnameable
1: okay yeah yeah uh you know what's crazy is like the past y- year and a half i've been ranting about this film mm-hmm. to everyone and like when you ho- show hopefully our podcast brought that to the forefront hopefully yeah. someone watched our shit yeah. and was like yo watch the that- unnameable yeah they're like yo can you guys re-release that so we can watch it i mean that would be excellent i, I'll I mean do, i'll do free advertising for horror movies oh just, yeah just send me sh- like just send me your like give me like a copy of the movie mm-hmm. before it comes
0: out <laughs> no for real but like you know the um the like distribution companies that like remaster and re- re-release all all of these old like classic horror movies they're really good about listening to their fans you know like cause they're not like huge corporations or anything like they want to make money but they're doing what they're doing cause they love it so they'll listen to their fans so Damn, I wouldn't only be surprised two thousand, at all only 2,000 units only 2,000 versions of the Blu-ray, but then they're also re-releasing it on DVD after that. So if you don't get the Blu-ray, you can still buy the DVD. Check it out. They got, like, two different case arts. Yeah, so the Blu-ray... This is some new art that it, I have never seen in my life. It's It looks great. It and looks the Blu-ray great. is coming out with an exclusive slipcover, which um, I'm a big fan of those as, like, a collector. Yeah, I love those. So people will snatch that shit up right away, but... Oh, I'm definitely going to be, like, the, one yeah. of the first... 20 people mm-hmm. but, uh, I mean, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go out on a hunch and say I'm gonna be the one of the first 5 people to pre-order this I hope so I've been keeping up pr- pretty good lately on buying like all the you know r- rare stuff like you know like the Flapwish Zombies album yeah I or- pre-ordered that I got their signatures on it again I did that, that with cool.
1: 3001 I didn't do that this yeah. year I got
0: the 3001 in my car I-, I have both so I'm you know it's pretty cool for me so I would love to get one of those blu-rays um, it does not give a release date yet for this product but um, hopefully, it's soon. I, the company that's actually doing it is called Unearthed Films, and like they that. have some really low-key stuff Are that they they've th- done. So
1: Yo, maybe we should check Offerings, because maybe yeah. that's from the same guys. I don't They're, know. I I did look at what they I mean, have, but none of these movies got like. I don't think these old movies have any copyright on them whatsoever. Yeah, probably U- not. Up until they're re-released on Blu-ray, you know? Because yeah. now it's like the modern era, and whoever got a hold of those can mm-hmm. pretty much do what they want at that point.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, The Unnameable is so, like, low-key that I wouldn't be surprised if if a company like this got a hold of it, you know? Because there's probably been other people who haven't seen the movie at all. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I saw some of the reactions, and they... They were just really excited about this. So this movie has a lot of cult, you know, followers like us. So that's really exciting. Be on the lookout for that by Unearthed Films. If we get a release date, we'll definitely let you guys know. Um, and now next, probably your favorite bit of news, oh, man. Halloween. Bro, the trailer is coming out this Friday.
1: I can't wait. I saw some of the stills of Michael, mm-hmm. and he's not that giant Michael Myers. He's like... Mm-hmm. He's like maybe like 511 6 foot again it looks like. Yeah, it looks it looks really cool. And like the I like the mask cuz it looks like the the Dick Warlock mask from part 2. Mm-hmm. But like it has some weathering on it, but not like that really like over dramatic uh Rob Zombie weathering, you know?
0: Mhm. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. But I'm really excited so Jason Blum of of Blumhouse uh who are producing the movie that's scheduled to come out October. Is it thirty first or is it like seventeenth or something like that? I'm not sure, I what don't is remember. It? Halloween, the release date? Oh, I think it's like
1: it's like late teens in October, I believe.
0: Like seventeen or something like that?
1: That's what I was I was thinking maybe eighteen. I don't know, it was yeah, one of those One days of for those, sure. Yeah. So But I've been like I've been greatly excited about this. I mean mm-hmm. uh I remember when it was two thousand and seven and Rob Zombie one came out and initially yeah. I, I really liked it as its own film. Obviously, I I still do, kind of, but I still blame Rob Zombie for, kind of, like, the death of, you know, Mm -hmm. Michael Myers, kind of. It's been... And then, Halloween 2, he said, die. Yeah. Everything was just, like... After I saw part one, I was, like, okay, that's it, you know. Mm -hmm. Automatically, to me, Halloween 2 became, like... The remake, at least, became, like, not canon to me because, like... All of, like, the extra shit they did. Like, I just thought, like... Mm -hmm. Uh, It just wasn't necessary. It wasn't like the first one did really well, and like I would have been so happy with that, you know. Because like, at least if like the whole film like everyone was like really like druggies and like white trash or whatever, like (laughs) that that demographic, like, Uh I mean like that part was bad. But like Michael Myers himself was dope, you know. Yeah, he is in every film, and that's really why people watch it. No one watches a Michael Myers or a Jason movie to be like yo, I'm trying to watch a good movie. No, he, you're trying to see the killer.
0: Yeah, he's just so much more menacing in, like, the first remake movie, you know? But... In the second one, he looked like a hobo. Yeah, he did. He did. I didn't like that, like, at all. <laughs> yeah, I didn't either. They, they fucked so, it all up. But, yeah, look out for that. I mean, I'm sure that you guys have already heard this. Even in, like, the non-horror world, this is getting, like, attention. You know, just you just see, like, little things like halloween trailer coming friday like everywhere so you can't miss this so be on the lookout for that and then yeah like sam was saying there's new uh exclusive s- uh stills from the movie as well there's like three came out i think yesterday or yeah, something Yeah, there was the one uh and there was one today which i haven't seen
1: but there was one the hand was coming through the glass at uh at laurie and then another one of michael standing in a closet and then another like yeah. angled close-up of his face so it was pretty dope
0: yeah, those looked really cool. And then, yeah, apparently one came out today. So you can find those literally anywhere. Just go check it out and be on the lookout Friday. It's two more days for the trailer officially to October's re-release of Halloween. So nice, that's really cool. Um, however, I, I just wanted to mention one thing. They are apparently planning to reshoot some stuff coming up. Mm-hmm. I think, like, the finale... Because people didn't like it, apparently. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard, I heard. So, yeah.
1: It probably was a good ending, but people are just being really jaded at this point. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I can I can see how that would be. Because they're like, ah, it's not perfect. So, fuck it. I don't like it. Because there's been a lot of good movies with questionable
1: endings, but they yeah. were still good endings. Like Angel I Heart. Agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 976, Evil. Mm-hmm. Like, those left on like a... I mean, an open and closed note, you know, like, in a way. Yeah, sort of a cliffhanger,
0: almost, but not really. Like, you kind of have to figure out what happens. Right. Yeah. So, uh, we'll see how that is. I mean, as long as they don't, like, wreck, like, more of the movie, then I'll be okay with it. Yeah. You know? I agree. If it's If it's way better than the original trailer that they had, or the, I'm sorry, the finale, I'm all for that, so... Yeah, same. We'll see. Um, this next bit of news comes also from another remake, and uh, as you guys may be aware, we actually talked about it on a previous episode. But Pet Cemetery is supposed to be getting a remake as well. I'm kind of interested. Yeah, because I really like the
1: original one and two. Mm-hmm. So was there ever three? I don't think so. I don't think so. But either.
0: this this was one of those older like cult films that. Like, honestly, you'd be surprised if it didn't already get a remake just because it's so popular. But it really hasn't. Um, so they're going to be adapting it into, you know, modern filmmaking. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about that because the first movie was really creepy. So if they can pull off that same thing, then, you know, I think it'll be good. But
1: I, I think anyone can, like, pretty much mm-hmm. make a good movie out of the story with Pet Cemetery. Mm-hmm. Like, because that's... Now you have jump scares and everything, and yeah. honestly, sometimes they're necessary. And like, I think since it's a newer movie, we're definitely definitely gonna have like a bunch of those, mm-hmm. and, um, uh, I, and that's not always a bad thing. I don't think.
0: I think if they're like really effective. Then jump scares can have a place. I mean, you know, it no, is. I,
1: I think the suspense leading up to the jump scare matters. I don't think like. Me too. I don't think the jumps. The movie's just garbage because as a jump scare, like, if you gotta wait for like a minute and a half to just walking mm-hmm. through a hallway, there's no score playing, <laughs> and then out of nowhere a door swings open, you see like a demon, it's like, yeah. like, and it's in your face. That's good. Like, I'm not gonna lie, I like that. Yeah.
0: Like when I'm at the theater, I'm sitting there with my fucking ears closed because I'm a bitch. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, but I don't like it when it just happens like out of nowhere. Yeah. Like you have no idea. There's just fucking like, Britney Spears oh, playing in the I, background, I, 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 and the I Demon like that pops though up.
1: because like I was, you're kind of bored watching a horror movie until yeah. some shit starts going off. But <laughs> you're, it, it is That's always fair. just like out of the blue. Like I don't know, mm-hmm. but like, like I said, there has to be like a reasonable amount of suspense. Those out of the blue ones are funny to me. Like. Look at the theater yeah. when everyone gets jump scared. Everyone looks around and they start laughing at each other. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. No, I want people to leave my movie like having deep psychological problems. <laughs> like, I want they grown motherfuckers to check under the bed know? after oh, yeah. they watch some shit. You know, or like look at something and just be distressed. Start praying for the first time in fifteen years. You know? <laughs> right. God, if that's real, <laughs> like fucking <laughs> yeah, asshole. Yeah, exactly. Shit. No, that's actually a great point, <laughs> but some uh, Pet Sematary has been uh, casting people left and right. Ooh. They first announced John Lithgow, who is excellent. Uh, Jason Clark as the new Lewis Creed. Somehow, I'm not Ooh. surprised by this because Jason Clark keeps finding himself in like all these big horror movies now. That's true for some reason. <laughs> uh, so I'm not surprised. You're not going to find yourself by. Being the guy who's always yeah. looking for himself yeah. in every movie. That's he, not your purpose. He's such a dad, though. So yeah, this, he this yeah. role fits completely. And then we have the new um, uh, Rachel Creed, Ooh. who is the, the wife to Jason Clark's Lewis Creed, is going to be played by Amy Simitz. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. She but was in one from. Of the aliens, uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, the newest one, Alien Covenant. So I haven't seen it. It's pretty you? exciting. I have, yeah. You've seen all of them, haven't you? Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, Alien Covenant was. Pretty all right. I don't quite remember her character, but I, so I'd have to watch it again, but I know she was she was in it. That's how I was with the Predator movies, except I didn't watch AVP mm. Requiem. Uh, I did. How was it? Nah. No. How was the original <laughs> one, though? I like the original. The original Alien vs. Predator? Yeah. It's like one of my... Um, like what do you call those like guilty pleasure movies <laughs> what do you mean guilty pleasure you know movies? like I'm like uh, I know it's pretty bad but honestly every time it's on TV I'm like oh shit sweet alien versus predator yeah you that's know? true I'm like cause it's such a fun movie so I mean that's I don't know that's my opinion of it but yeah. it's but that you know a lot of people really don't like it so that's why it's kind of a guilty pleasure cause it's like <laughs> uh, I'm not really sure if I'm ready to tell uh, a bunch of these strangers that I like AVP even though I'm telling like all of you but that's just how i feel about it i feel you bro <laughs> you know? no there's
1: just some stuff you just got to keep it bottled up let it kill you
0: yeah like hey what's one of your favorite horror movies man i'm like hey, alien versus predator <laughs> i'm gonna and, be sitting there like and they're like uh they're gonna look you, get- you know what my mom's dying across the street i had to go <laughs> <laughs> right like damn what did i say i don't know one of my guilty pleasures is this movie called cutthroat yeah it's independent
1: people thought it sucked I think those people suck, and I think it's good. <laughs> it's also called Scared, Sorry. a.k.a. Cutthroat, came mm-hmm. out in uh, 2002. If you get your hands on that, you let me know. Hey, and if whoever's remaking all these uh, horror movies on Blu-ray, whoever's re-releasing them, if you're listening to us, <laughs> Cutthroat, bro. Bring the Blu-ray. Yeah. I got to show Barnabas. I get behind
0: that. Oh, yeah, got, you've been telling me about it for a while, and I yeah, really want to see it. It's, it came out so. like... You remember that movie where the... Uh, I think it
1: was called... Final cut. You remember we watched it? Like the ghost of the movies killing people. This one's kind of like that, except it's not a ghost. Like actual cast members are getting killed. Oh, okay. And there's like a phone call, kind of like scream. Like, is this Haster? Yeah. Haster Prime. That's what the killer sounds like. But like, he got this weird like scarecrow mask. Like, Uh and he. It's just. I just want you to see it, bro. Okay. (laughs) No, it sounds good. I gotta find the DVD somewhere. The DVD. DVD's been outdated. I didn't even get a Blu-ray player. When DVDs became outdated, and I still stopped buying <laughs> DVDs because they were outdated. Yeah. Instead of buying a Blu-ray player.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that I I did that too for a while until I got the Blu-ray player I have now, and now I buy pretty much only Blu-rays. I just hate how Blu-rays so. are like thirty bucks a piece. You can go to Walmart. Yeah, and the f- I just look for all the deals like don't if they're Blu-ray. not like under twenty bucks. Then can I'm not Blu-ray
1: players play DVDs too? Yeah.
0: Oh, so yeah, yeah. I might as well throw a DVD player. Right? Yeah.
1: See, I'm not that up to date with because I don't give a shit. You know, like, I'm like <laughs> the un- I'm
0: like the Netflix, Hulu. Yeah. Like, this is easy it's just all on here yeah no problem honestly. yeah collecting is weird bro like you gotta yeah, know you gotta all the like shit. trends in the market as weird as that sounds like the trends in the market you know like what's gonna be you know widely in stock what's gonna have like a special edition what's you know like shit like that like hey is this new arrow films uh title gonna be restricted to like a thousand copies or whatever like you know shit like that yeah, yeah. Or like only in the u.s or only in the uk what's what were the regions like fuck yeah exactly you know it's like oh man like when i when i was looking for
1: ceremony by joe castro oh yeah like, i've been looking for it since i was in first grade that spanish fucking I, I, shit right? yeah, i think it was like french or some french yeah, or something I, and i bought it from thailand so yeah i don't know how the fuck that works but maybe it was in Oh, yeah. I showed Joe Castro I got into contact with him the guy who directed mm-hmm. it and I showed him and he's like holy shit I've never seen that before <laughs>
0: yeah it's <laughs> probably some super bootleg shit I yeah. don't know but anyway uh, yeah be on the lookout for Pet Cemetery. I'm not, I have no idea when there's gonna be like a trailer dropping but if Halloween's is coming out now I mean maybe soon hopefully uh, but the last final bit of news is Freddy. really quick yeah happy birthday to none other than the legend Robert Englund. I'm truly sad. Like I, I didn't know he was that old. I know right We're, it's like weird. We just lost Wes Craven uh, I'm gonna ask God to chill <laughs> Yeah for real like can you hold off for another like 20 years at least for him to come back for one more Freddy film for as like real? an old ass Freddie We need three more Freddies that's yeah. We Just not with uh, uh, Jackie Earl Haley again. Fuck no. that shit. No that guy's a He's a great actor. Terrible Freddy. It was. I think it was just the, fucking the mannerisms and like the ma- makeup he was, and shit. He was really know. like stoic and like yeah weird. It
1: was. It's it was, like it wasn't he, Freddy.
0: Yeah, because Freddy is like terrifying, but he's kind of like loose about it. You know, <laughs> it's like ah, oh, let me tell you a joke before I fucking kill you. He always you know? had some shit to say. There's nothing to yeah. fear, but fear himself. Like, yeah, he's got know, all the like, great one liners.
1: <laughs> when. Or in uh, that one girl's dream in the first one, mm-hmm. says, oh my God! He's like this is God. <laughs> like, yeah,
0: he always had to say
1: something. He was like, like he was like inexplicably <laughs> like evil in the original movies, and then the new
0: one, he's like a pedophile. Yeah, yeah. that's not was, what he was. Mm-mm. Freddy's a child killer, not a. See, if you're gonna reboot a movie, at least keep shit like that the same. Yeah, bro. Don't cha- why change it. Now we can't like Freddy because he's a fucking weirdo. Yeah, exactly. Like, Damn, I don't want to. I don't like, want to know that he
1: like. It, you know what else is bad in this? In Dead Kids? by Daylight, the video game, that's the Freddy mm-hmm. they gave us. Him. Uh, they didn't give us Robert England. I know.
0: I was so disappointed. No by one that. can
1: beat the goat, bro. Robert England, like. Yeah. I know it was his last Freddy movie, Freddy vs. Jason. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad he was in that. And me too. Not me too. Else. They can't. They couldn't do it right. He has all yeah, that energy as Freddy, bro. It feels like it's just like another persona I mean, of Robert yeah, England. It's,
0: it's a part of him. Yeah. Honestly, like it's his other half. You if know, he just so. walked around all day with the Freddy makeup
1: and costume and, like, interacted <laughs> with people the rest of his life, like, if he went crazy, About, I'd be down, bro. Oh, yeah. I'd hang out with him, like, like all day. <laughs> all day, every day. I'd be like, bro, can you, like, autograph, like, everything in my house so I can sell it? Like, my whole body. Can you autograph this kidney
0: <laughs> that is mine? Oh, uh, man. Yeah, he's he's such a god. So, happy birthday, Robert. And, um, happy birthday, though. Yeah. Please make another... Freddy film. You got to appear in one more. We don't. We don't need that. Even as like a cameo, I don't care. Right. (laughs) But just be Freddy. So, yeah, that's it for the news today. Um, I thought that was all like excellent. So, if anything else happens, we'll we'll cover it for you guys. Let us know what you think about all the news. Uh, It's it's a good time to be a horror fan. I'll say that much. Oh yeah. And so now we're going to move on to none other then. The Cult Corner. And today's Cult Corner is going to be about a very I feel like underlooked but supremely incredible horror film known as Angel Heart. Starring the legends Mickey Rourke Mm -hmm. and Robert De Niro. Yeah. Honestly, it's kind of weird that they haven't been in more movies together. Rourke outdid him in this movie though. Bro, I think I put it I, th- I think I put it in the notes. I think that this is Mickey Rourke's greatest role in his career. Like, besides, like, the wrestler. Besides the wrestler, yeah. But in I, this one, like, he, it is, this, those, this,
1: this one, yeah, I know. But, like, this one, he was, like,
0: super, like, emotional. Mm. Like, oh, yeah. He went from being chill to, like...
1: Losing his fucking mind. Because like,
0: tor- toward the end of the film, he was basically having, like, a psychotic break, like... Yeah, he just realized he's you know, not how who it he was thinks like, he was for the past 12 years. Yeah, the cinematography, as the story progressed, just became, like, so much trippier, like, the whole time. Because, you know, he, c- he couldn't quite get a grasp on, like, what was happening and, like, who he was. And so he just basically fucking broke. Yeah. And so, but the cinematography and the score and everything reflected that, which is one of my favorite parts about the film but so the role itself called for this kind of more you know chill but like reserved acting at like the beginning of the film and then toward the end they were just like you know what dude just fucking go crazy yeah it was just like a whole 180 (laughs) and yeah his emotions were just fucking incredible like he was so emotional and we're not going spoiler free are we I mean I don't know I feel like the movie's been out for a while so if you don't want to know anything about it pause it here and skip ahead a little bit, but... So I'll give you, yeah, like... It's I'll, I'll,
1: we'll, we'll talk about it in-depth in, like, one second, like, super in-depth, but, like, let me give, like, the basic breakdown. So, like, a PI is hired by a guy named Louis Cipher. <laughs> He's hired by him through an agent called Winesap, and Mr. Louis Cipher is played by Robert De Niro, this, like, really, like, eccentrically creepy dude. Like, he has, yeah. like, a, he has like, a pentagram ring, he has sharp nails that can tear through like tree bark yeah and he's got a weird man bun and a beard and like and a cane and like he's uh he's talking uh he's talking to Harry Angel who is Mickey Rourke and he's asking him like if he's ever heard of this one guy and then he asked him about his military experience and like Mm -hmm. him serving you know and then and then uh what's his name Harry Angel agrees to you know go look for this guy but as as he's investigating, like, these people that were allegedly tied to this guy Johnny Favorite that he's looking for, mm-hmm. all these people that he, he goes to investigate, after he's done, like, snooping around and talking to them, they end up dead. So he ends up, like, a murder suspect, so they tell him to stay in town. I think he was in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, basically, near the end, we find out we mentioned he he mentioned at the beginning Harry Angel did that he has that he had amnesia Mm -hmm. from the war so I kind of put that together that uh, (laughs) spoiler alert Harry Angel is Johnny's favorite Mm -hmm. he had surgery facial surgery and he does not remember like what happened to him and Mm -hmm. he started a a life a fake life living as Harry Angel the guy whose Mm -hmm. heart he cut out and killed so that he could have extra time before Satan has to come down and Claim him because yeah, Satan did it. Yeah, they made a deal. Yeah, they made a deal mm-hmm. that his like band would get big. You know, yeah, it was him and uh, Toots. They were in a band Toots together. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. Then yeah. at the end, we find out that Mr. Louis Cipher is in fact Satan himself, Lucifer, <laughs> and that uh, and that Harry Angel is Johnny' favorite, and it was weird because like he fucked his own daughter and he didn't know it. Yeah, that was so fucked when I oh. found that out.
0: That was like. That was heartbreaking, honestly. Like I felt it in here, you know. <laughs> yeah, bro. I, we got I was sick fucked bro. up. Yeah, for real. But it's I never. I wouldn't honestly go like going into the movie. I wouldn't expect that kind of an ending. I would It even. just fucking slaps you in the face, like hard as shit. When he finds out that he's the guy he's looking yeah. for, bro. That's that was such a, a good. plot was twist. was like a, this was like a book beforehand. Yes, exactly. Uh, so let me pull it up real quick here. So, um, it was based on a book, uh, called Falling Angel from 1978 written by, uh, William Hjortzberg, which is basically the exact same premise. So it was really an adaptation. Um, but I mean, honestly, you, you can't really name off that many good, like book adaptation to, you know, to movie, but this was fucking phenomenal. I never read the book. But the movie was was just so good i don't even know how i found out about this movie i think
1: i was uh, i was uh i think i was just looking through like de niro's like filmography yeah because i was looking for that movie where he plays that grandpa and he's like a fucking douchebag oh yeah was it uh, (laughs) a bad grandpa or was it bad grandpa yeah not bad grandpa it was like dirty grandpa oh yeah so like i was trying to look for the name of that movie because i wanted to watch Mm -hmm. something funny and then I. I ended up looking through all his shit, and I found this movie. And
0: apparently, like, it had a cult following. And then mm-hmm. I became one of its cult followers. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, me too. I'm. I had no idea about it until you told me, and then we just sat down and watched it, and my mind was blown. Like yeah, the story it was. It was, was crazy. The story was so
1: good. Like there were so many twists. Like you, yeah. you would not have known that Harry, A.K.A. Johnny, mm-hmm. killed all those people while mm-hmm. he was investigating them, and they just didn't show it. Mm-hmm. Like because he was like hallucinating something else was happening like he was just like going yeah. in and out investigating people and they just mysteriously die like yeah and then he <laughs> I don't know man like my favorite part had to be that egg scene with De Niro yeah that was really you know good. what they say about slugs and they always leave mm-hmm. slime in their tracks you know what he was saying he was doing
0: what he's saying he was doing a Martin Scorsese impression the whole film yeah it makes sense he kind of talks like that <laughs> yeah but that was the, that was probably the one sh- scene where uh it's like if Robert Satan De Niro, was a mafioso. basically, yeah. I th- but I think that was the one scene where De Niro outclassed Mickey Rourke in by that, far, because that, that was his part. Yeah, the church, the church scene too. I would say the church scene was also really good I feel like that was like the peak of Mickey Rourke's like emotional acting and it was weird that was so good you kind of think he's really
1: not the devil cause like Harry mm-hmm. walks into the church and then Lewis is just sitting there listening to church music yeah and you're like, <laughs> like is this guy really the devil yeah, like, like, what's he doing here <laughs> like the movie goes from like and I like the ominous tone of the movie mm-hmm. as it progresses cause like at first he was just saying playful shit to Harry he's like you know what they say about slugs they always leave slime in their tracks mm-hmm. And then we go from that to him saying like, you know, when they were at the church, he's like, they say there's enough religion to make people hate each other, but not enough to make people love each other, you Mm -hmm. know? And then it got even weirder, like at the end when, uh, when he finally revealed himself to actually be the devil and he Mm -hmm. was like, uh, don't worry, no one will mourn one less lawyer in the world. There's death everywhere these days. Like he went from just like being like jokingly. I mean, he still joked when he was like, "Mephistopheles is such a mouthful in Manhattan." <laughs> yeah, that's why. Because f- first Harry's like, you know, even your name's a dime store joke. You know, like we we mm-hmm. get it. You got the devil persona, like yeah. But when he saw those yellow eyes and that he was actually the guy he was looking for, like, mm-hmm. you, it makes you wonder. Like, did this guy get played or? But no, we seen we saw when at the end when he was going into his uh, hotel where his daughter was, mm-hmm. Louis Cipher was like right outside. He was yeah. just wearing a robe and he didn't have facial hair but he was still watching him mm-hmm. so like there was no hope for Harry from the beginning
0: no that was it was honestly it was the perfect ending cause I know the, the I way am. the whole the way the whole movie went like you just knew that the good guy couldn't come out on top over the devil yeah. like it just wasn't gonna happen in this movie cause there was too much like fucked up depressing shit we finally you know? we finally saw him break when he saw those dog tags Yeah, oh, he couldn't even he see. realized everything and he was like I know I am that's the infamous that was so so well acted bro like that's exactly what I'm talking about I miss acting like that that's why I think we need more of these like really dark like neo-noir supernatural horror movies which this was which is uh, such an odd like blending of genres but it worked so well because yeah. it introduced like the, the grittiness of the noir I swear with the, with the supernatural themes you know what I'm saying like that was, it was so like, good
1: I love the score of the movie mm-hmm. like the score made the movie more atmospheric and those really low angle shots in the dark and those little girls whispering yeah. while it echoes and like I liked how De Niro explicitly said like the lesson of this movie mm-hmm. at the end of the film no matter how cleverly you sneak up on a mirror your reflection always looks you right in the eye yeah, Like, that, I think that was, that was the whole message of the film. And, like, at the end, it was kind
0: of like, mm. you can't run from yourself. The writing is so good. It's unbelievable. And just the whole, like, pacing and structure of the film was great. Like, you never felt like there was an unnecessary scene. And you never felt like any scene went, like, too long or too short. Like, you felt like it was just right. You didn't even know. You,
1: know? you didn't even figure it out. Maybe someone figured it out, but, like... Until there's like 20 minutes left of the Mm -hmm. film, that's probably when you're going to start putting two and two together. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to be like, no. Yeah. And then when Louis Cipher shows up and he tells him everything and explains everything to him. no. I felt so bad. Like, Mickey Rourke's best performance had to be a movie where he's about to go straight to hell. Yeah.
0: Oh, man. It's so, like, heartbreaking, but it's so good. And I think that that's why it's cult. And also because, you know, like, they were able to adapt the book like so well i'm not surprised at all that it has a cult following because it's just honestly it's probably just a perfect movie in terms of you know keeping your story going with like the pacing and the structure of your film you know just how you piece it together the thing that i really really liked how
1: louis cipher was kind of like a nana nana boo boo character like he would kind of rub stuff in your face like as soon as johnny finds out that he's johnny when he was like how terrible is wisdom when it brings no profit to the wise, he was just being a smartass right there like, mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty fucking funny, like I don't know He yeah. just, you just revealed to the guy that he just fucked his own daughter and that he was he was like the guy that he's looking for and that he's someone time, else completely
0: yeah. different and had all this like just fucking pent up like depression inside him because of all of like the people that got killed because of him, Yeah, you know like damn I'd be fucked up too yeah it's such a good fucking movie if you can find it I found it on DVD
1: at mm-hmm. FYE for like 10 bucks yeah it the is out there that. yeah it's actually uh, pretty popular it was
0: on Hulu two years ago uh, yeah I don't know if it still is I'm sure no. it's on some streaming service somewhere but it might
1: be on Midnight Pulp or it I th-
0: might be I yeah, think yeah.
1: it's on uh, what's it called Pluto TV because they have like you know they have more than I checked the horror section yeah. and they show 10 movies mm-hmm. and then they have classic horror then they have like paranormal movies yeah and
0: they play like Hellraiser and Pumpkinhead a lot which is great yeah but that's not all I want to see you know but I did see they were having like a paranormal activity marathon which was
1: pretty cool they have the second one on, uh, on their little on demand thing where you can choose yeah. from the movies
0: yeah um, so yeah man all, all that stuff is out there but check out Angel Heart mm-hmm. if you can I think it's such a good film yeah, actually like one of my favorite like horror movies that and like
1: I that and Devil's Advocate I value equally like, those are great, like the yeah. two best
0: those type of movies yeah I would like you know Devil Devil was a fucking <laughs> movies <laughs> like, and shit that, yeah Devil was crazy I
1: don't know Devil 2010 that was the Tarantino one right or was it Shyamalan no I don't know it was uh the elevator one
0: was it I Shyamalan yeah Yeah. I actually, so. it was fucking I don't know yeah, it was great. <laughs> yeah. Um. But definitely go check out Angel Heart. Um we highly recommend it. Yes. And it, yeah, it's it's has such a great cult following and I'm really It's really for fucked it. up, so you'll like it. Yeah, you will. It's definitely disturbing for sure. So, I think that's kind of a a good lead in because that was a, that was a film that came out in the 80s that you know, really actually got a lot of attention. It's on a lot of people's like top whatever horror movies of all time yeah, list every list i check all out, this it, shit, it's you know? up there yeah even yeah, though it's, it's more not really, like uh, it doesn't really feel like it's talked about that much but it's it's known like you know a lot of people like it so. that's because you
1: really don't know it's a paranormal movie until mm-hmm. like you know there's something
0: wrong about louis cipher but you think he's just like a weird mob boss yeah, looking yeah. for somebody but he's not if you didn't know about it then honestly you probably wouldn't even be able to like decipher uh, who he is from, from, Decipher. from his name, you know? Yeah, you should... You I didn't. For I mean, you, you kind of told me, so I kind of knew. But if I was just watching it... Louis Cypher. Blind, right? I'd be like, okay, Louis Cypher is kind of a weird name, but... But then the ring, <laughs> you know? and then he started talking about... Uh, yeah. The egg is the symbol yeah. of a soul. And then he started yeah, he eating piece it and just together. staring at Mickey Rourke. That was great. That, yeah, it was so good. That was fucking hilarious. So, but, you know, movies like that kind of really made the 80s i feel like the last great golden age of horror and so that's what we're going to talk about now for this main segment we had the 80s it was like late 70s to i want i would say Like like 85 no i would actually give it a little more credit like early 90s i feel like that was the golden age no, because it was transition. Because I know, you sla- know slasher films died off in like late '80s. Yeah, but I mean that's, that's not all that made. And it that's great. when
1: they kind of like took a new direction and started introducing like yeah. all these like really strange concepts in horror.
0: But then they had movies like Angel Heart. Yeah, that's that, that's that's that what weren't kinda, really slashers, and they kind of kept out. it alive. And then even like the early '90s had some really good shit, like Leprechaun. Um, you know some of the Leprechaun further Hellraiser's and stuff. Yeah, so I I feel like that's kind of when it died out, like '93 '94. Yeah. Um. like around when we were born we probably brought it on like the horror apocalypse right (laughs) (laughs) no but for real like i think that that's kind of when it ended um before that i i feel like this is debatable okay so would you say um that like the mid 30s to about like 45 or like maybe even 1950? With all the hammer horror stuff, like the monster movies, Dracula, Frankenstein, yeah, that was the golden age of monster movies. Okay, but would you say that that was a golden age of horror in general? No, that was just like the pioneers of it. Okay, so yeah, we kind of agree because I would say that you know, the late 70s to early 90s was a golden age of horror in general, horror movies completely, right? Yeah,
1: I think starting from uh what's the earliest one for me would would be a Texas Chainsaw Massacre mm-hmm. yeah I mean we still had Christmas we had all the
0: giallos which inspired it but I yeah. wouldn't say that they were enough to constitute a golden age of horror but yeah I feel like that period of like, um, like a little more than a decade was probably the last great and p- probably only real like golden age of horror because think about it like first of all how much of our own shit today to this day still is inspired by the by the 80s oh yeah so much of horror right i mean the recurring themes in like modern films mm-hmm. the jump scares
1: the final girl and all the tropes and all yeah. these like horror movies today they, and even they just the properties
0: shit. themselves like all these sequels and all these spin-offs and all this shit like what what is pretty much all of that like actually copying from 80s horror
1: movies yeah that's they started Uh they started like all these like recurring themes that like happen in every single horror movie Leslie Vernon elaborated upon it uh Mm -hmm. Cabin in the Woods really implicitly Mm -hmm. elaborated upon it and I think those if if you want to see kind of like horror summed up from eight from the 1980s to like modern day if you want to see like everything you got to watch Behind the Mask like yeah Behind the Mask that'll kind of bridge the gap and like cabin in the woods will be an example of a movie that was mm-hmm. great but didn't follow all the old rules
0: yeah yeah the the, 80, the, point. the 80s mainly was just such an influential time and like when people think horror like that's actually kind of what they think of is like freddy jason michael like those were all 80s films and characters you know so you don't think we're at like any type of golden age right now so here's what i would say i think that it's starting And I think that it's actually starting um, with foreign horror. I think so. Because while there are lots of great American horror films that come out, a lot of the stuff... And, you know, before I go further into this, think about it, okay? What one place, when, when it starts up doing its own thing, really produces a golden age? Hollywood. Yeah. And even though you might think that a lot of these... 80s horror movies were like super indie and super low budget and shit. I mean, they were out there. That's like, what... You know what I liked about them? theaters and
1: shit, you know? The fact that like the, the quality wasn't so great back then. Yeah. So it kind of seemed like a snuff film if like the <laughs> yeah. if like the effects were... I don't know. It just seemed like really real to me when people would get stabbed I in those feel, older yeah, movies. Like, I agree. Like the fucking canoe scene in fucking The Burning. You remember yeah, that shit? Because of all the practical bro, effects. That shit was crazy, bro. It was.
0: It was. No, I know exactly what you mean, but yeah, I mean, just... You know people went to these movies and that's where we really started the golden age was people actually going to the movie theater you know with like a two dollar bucket of popcorn or whatever and now it's like more than the movie ticket
1: yeah now it is yeah exactly. like but before you know they nine. could get whatever
0: for like a couple bucks watch a fucking cheesy horror movie that to them was like oh my god you know like fucking crazy and and they go and they talk about it right because we didn't really have the internet or anything back then people had to hear it like word of mouth and they had to go with their friends and tell them like yo this movie was really good you should go watch it at the the cinema you know the yeah. fucking cineplex or whatever they had and uh that they'd go they'd take a their date with the fucking poofy hair and <laughs> they'd go right. and watch it and everyone would would love it you know and even when a sequel came out they'd be like oh cool like friday the 13th part 4 you know you know what i think is gonna do it again
1: Hmm. And, like, I'm, this is just a guess. Like, this is just what I feel. Like, there's no really logical reason. Maybe there's a logical reason. I don't know. But I think what can spawn, like, the next Golden Age, and I think it's going to be a found footage movie. Either a found footage m- movie or, like, some sort of mockumentary. Like, I mean, look what Blair Witch did. And then, like, yeah. the original Blair Witch. Oh, yeah. Like, that's, like, the original, like, well, besides Cannibal Holocaust, but... Mm-hmm one that people knew about like everyone what knew was about was Blair Witch, Witch. Yeah, and sure. then after that it was Paranormal Activity yeah it's always something like along those lines to make S- modern see, horror movies like interesting because nowadays like no one just wants to see a third person perspective mm-hmm. on a dude just killing people or like a haunted family like, yeah
0: yeah no if it's st- honestly if it stayed consistent I think we could be there now I think so but it was so like split apart like from Blair Witch was which was really like the first one to paranormal activity, there weren't really any other like found footage like paranormal movies that just kept coming out constantly and were as popular and as good, right? Like, yeah, there Dep- wasn't Dep- really. Side came out, but that was just that was just one of them, right? Yeah, and that even came out like later, so yeah, I mean, that barely counted. I think came out after paranormal activity. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm just saying like that. That was like but one yeah, of the ones I, that I paranormal activity
1: so. fathered, like, yeah,
0: but there weren't like. <laughs> like 50 coming out in a year exactly. like slashers oh my were God. like you know? the 1980s was just a mess of slashers for real so but they were consistent you know people were inspired by other slashers they copied other slashers whatever but they got their movies out and that's how we have all these like yeah. cool cult favorites like we do today all these like ripoffs of Halloween and shit
1: I mean even look at know? Jason Jason is just mm-hmm. a very exaggerated Michael Myers even the kills are exaggerated like Michael Myers what is what it would be like like the first Halloween mm-hmm. that's what it would be like if a guy in real life was trying to kill you and mm-hmm. Friday the 13th part 6 would be if like some evil mummified zombie <laughs> revenge yeah. guy was after you you know like it's yeah. it's it's like fantasy versus reality you know mm-hmm. like and i really like that But everyone tried running with that Michael shit in the 1980s like like yeah. you said like there were all these fucking rip offs like mm-hmm. sorority house massacre offerings yeah. and then what else did we have uh
0: t- dude just, just the,
1: so of, many. And like we got all these Jason ripoffs too that take mm-hmm. place at camp like uh Sleepaway twi- Camp. Twisted Nightmare. Yeah. Uh the the Fine was it the Final Boys? What the fuck was that called? The Final Girls? No, no, the one on Shudder. Oh, Zero Boys? Yeah, that yeah, that, that, one that one was one, actually one. really good though. That one was fire.
0: Even kind of uh The Final Terror, sort of. I mean it was like yeah. a four or but whatever, it was but, it was filmed
1: you know. before Friday though.
0: Yeah. they started in 79 yeah so that was kind of like, even like the precursor it was weird but then that could have copied off Hills Have Eyes and off Texas yeah. Chainsaw Massacre so they were all inspiring mm-hmm. each other but the point is that there was like content coming out all the time oh, Yeah, so it was never ending just and before that's why Dawn
1: was just another yeah. cannibal exactly. family movie you know
0: yeah exactly so like I mean I don't know that's what I think I think that if it was more consistent it could have happened but I feel like to my original point why I think that's going to come from foreign horror is that first of all there's a lot of consistently very good foreign horror coming out of actually lots of countries and you know what's being adapted now a lot in hollywood is foreign horror movies and people don't even like know about these movies until they actually come out which i think is really cool you know what it is you and, know uh, you know why i
1: think i, I don't think that a uh, foreign horror can be like the next golden age hmm a lot of American people don't like to read subtitles
0: no 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 no, no. I'm talking about reboots and shit oh like, like are, the Suspiria reboot yeah there are a lot of reboots of foreign horror and that's how people actually become aware oh, of yeah, these bro. movies oh yeah bro like if they made like Blade in the Dark but like mm-hmm. modern or like oh my god Tenebrain yeah Tenebrae, people would definitely watch that shit *Tenebrae* yeah. would be fucking great that, that would be see that would be a great horror movie so we've got stuff like Suspiria we've got stuff like uh, Martyrs and Black, Inside not a, not, it's not a jello but they did kind of fuck up Black Christmas yeah,
1: we had to watch the sleeper, which was like a non-official yeah. remake <laughs> of the original. I mean, it was
0: okay, but uh, I, mean, I, I don't think it was like super the, special. The original
1: one was fucking weird, bro. Yeah, it was. He, he just snuck into like a an attic and just started strangling mm-hmm. women. Like,
0: yeah. what the fuck. But so, see, that's what I mean, though. Like, people will become more aware of these foreign horror movies because there are like American remakes and stuff coming out. Veronica was good. Veronica was excellent. That, so, there's probably going to be a U.S. remake of that too. You think so? Pro- Honestly, bro, probably. But that's how people will become accustomed to these movies. And then, hopefully, it'll inspire people to make more, like, original shit. I hope so. And that's how I think it could start. Right now in the U.S., though, in Hollywood, it's it's a mess. We know this. Do you remember um, how in, like, Goosebumps or in, like, Are You Afraid of the Dark?
1: They would have these, like, insanely, like, obscure premises for, mm-hmm. like, an episode. So it would be like, oh, we got this ancient uh, door... It's like a it's like a mini door from this yeah. pawn shop, and it takes you to another dimension. Like, what yeah. happened in movies like that? Now it's just like ghost, 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 and this is why ghost, 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 <laughs> and this is what will happen after ghost, 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 yeah. ghost. Like that's every mo- like every movie just like ghosts, ghost. Why are they here? Satan, yeah. demons,
0: demons. <laughs> like we get it, man. Fuck. Yeah. No, I I feel the exact same way. So until Hollywood cleans up its act, I feel like it's not really going to be. We need like talking the catalyst you know
1: yeah uh, the cat the catalyst might like i said it 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 could actually even be a remake that no one knows is a remake like you said like Suspiria. kind of what if that yeah
0: that's what i mean yeah like a lot of people don't know about these foreign movies
1: i uh i don't know man like uh i think people don't care about horror movies anymore because like let's be real it's always just like the same shit over and over Mm -hmm. for the most part like nowadays yeah like I said, here's a ghost. Can we get rid of it? No, we can't. Oh, yes, we can. Thanks, Jesus. <laughs> like, mm, we need something new. The Strangers I liked I because I was, it wasn't paranormal, but they it was like a slasher, mm-hmm. stalker, strangers outside movie. Yeah. I thought that was really good for like modern day. Yeah, like, me too. Because, I don't know, I, I'll have to see after Halloween what I think about modern slashers because that's... Yeah. N- that
0: i, I, I don't I, I, think I'll, it's going to come from that if I'll, they're just going to be remaking shit i don't think it's going to happen
1: <laughs> like the remake age and like <laughs> but they can't all be good i mean it yeah. is kind of the golden age for remakes at least yeah, oh gotta admit yeah. that definitely that's, it started with texas chainsaw massacre
0: that's what that's kind of why i think that it might be a thing you know um but, yeah, man, I, th- I think we'll see. I don't know if it's going to be Slashers because they're not really creating any new original Slashers. But I kind of <laughs> see the originality in movies like Get Out and Split and stuff oh, yeah. like that and Hereditary coming out. So, I mean, I think that those might kind of be, like, the precursors, you know? Yeah. Potentially. I mean, I don't know. What do you think? I think it's going to... I have a feeling because,
1: like, we're so wrapped up in technology and shit. I think things are going to, like... There's going to be, like, a lot of social media killer and horror movies now. Like, now that that shit's in the forefront and everyone's, like, glued to their phone, it's like a second brain. It could be. Yeah, so they like,
0: have been releasing more and more of those.
1: Yeah, like, uh, Friend Request and... Mm-hmm. What's that other one where they're, like, f- the whole... Un- mo- unfriended or something? Yeah, whatever. that's the movie... That's, like, uh, where, where all four of those kids are, like... Like, the whole movie's just them on, like, a computer screen, you know?
0: I think it's Unfriended, and then there's, like, one called The Den... Um, I don't think that I've that one seen too. It again. That one was actually pretty alright, but uh, yeah, there are a lot of those movies coming out. So I think it's it's definitely an interesting discussion, and I think a lot of people's opinions will differ. Some people might even say we're in a golden age now, but I just don't think that there are enough f- like entertaining, but still like gripping horror movies. Yeah. That are coming out you know it seems like what they lack with substance they try to make up
1: with with like gore and with jump scares yeah. and like yeah
0: and honestly a lot of the good ones are in the independent scene so it's gaining popularity for sure I mean we did a whole episode on, on oh, yeah. independent horror so I think you guys try to all know I about that you should watch The Damned that's an independent The Damned horror. yeah I, I, I always like skip by that no, one no it's really good bro okay. you'll
1: really really like it
0: so hear that guys The Damned check it out but yeah, I think you know, indie movies are really kind of bring it back. Like they're the ones that are adapting all the like foreign horror elements the best. But because they're not like right in the actually foreground, scary too. they are actually don't scary knock and like, twice. really disturbing. Yeah. Don't knock
1: twice. Was lights out? Uh, what was lights out? That wasn't Bloomhouse, was it?
0: Um, it may. I think it was one of those. But I mean, even that's still but not don't considered twice, like I don't think it was. major. Don't Knock like
1: I think, Dimension Films, was it? I, don't, want I know. don't know, probably. But, like, those type of movies,
0: you know? Like, yeah, I agree. Uh, you got, for real, though, The Damned. Like, okay, <laughs> I will check it out for sure. So, that's kind of what I... Th- I mean, I think that if these indie movies are able to kind of almost pass off as Hollywood, and I think that's coming, um, then I think that that could definitely launch a new golden age. If they kind of keep, you know, expanding on those foreign horror elements more and more and more... Uh, and kind of make it their own. I think that that's what's going to do it. So we'll see. I think there has to be like, for it to be a golden age, we need to have like a
1: consistent amount of movies that are fun to watch. Mm -hmm. They have rewatch value. Like we could watch them like every Friday night. Ah! Yeah. And like we don't plunge into every single character's psyche and then (laughs) have a whole like analysis, a metaphorical analysis Mm -hmm. and evil personification that actually is the person's subconscious thoughts like Baba Duke. Yeah. Like, Alright, we've did that already. Like, you know? Yeah. Didn't that happen with
0: uh, the others? I believe so. So like yeah, like chill. <laughs> yeah. No, I yeah, I like it when there's some like intrigue and you have to kind of figure shit out on your own almost, you know. Or that you don't even really care about how they're feeling. You just know that they're fucking in this terrible situation, and they have to get out somehow. Gonna happen. Like, okay. I think we're gonna have like a what I call a silver age in cinema. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's
1: looking to gonna be looking to like emulate a certain style, mm-hmm. but then I think one movie is gonna come out, or one or two movies eventually that kind of stand out. Yeah, and then they're gonna take the ball and like the main themes from
0: that those movies mm-hmm. and like kind of run with it. Yeah, to try to start their own era. Like like stand out way more than any other horror movie has, you know, in the last five years. Like, I think, think about it. That's when what do you, it has to do be. When you hear,
1: like, really good stuff by critics, like, on, on like, commercials and oh, shit like, lots about of a lot of horror movies, movies. Yeah. like, the best movie of the year, like, Get Out. Maybe. Yeah, not really. Get Out was super maybe good. Maybe Get Out, yeah. I loved Get
0: Out. But it also had the themes that made it we're relevant, fucking you know? Split. Yeah, Split was really good, too. That was fucking great. A lot of people were talking about those movies and even, you know, not completely in the horror community so i think that that's kind of what has to happen but it has to be on like that the exorcist level you know like remember when that movie came out and then next was kind of like the silence of the lambs yeah I like know. when those came out they got so much attention as like the scariest you know movie yeah they don't of say all that time and shit like that they don't say that really about movies anymore like the yeah, last exactly. good thing i heard
1: i heard good things about Insidious initially. The Conjuring. Yeah, not quite the, to that level, though. Yeah, The Possession. Those are, mm-hmm. like, some that come to mind. Yeah, not, like, not to that level, though. But now it's all just blood and gore when it comes to these mm-hmm. movies. Like, I don't know. Uh,
0: yeah, so I stand by it. I think that a uh, foreign horror movie... or bring back Scarecrows. That's what will bring <laughs> Yeah,
1: there you go. We need Scarecrows. I
0: think that an independent horror film is going to do it, but I think one that is inspired by the foreign horror elements, but it is just as close to perfect as you can get you know I think people can't have
1: uh, there should be no limits when it comes to like making movies like it's art yeah. form you know like yeah, there's a lot of stuff yourself. that people don't want to do like people were talking shit about that movie uh, The House That Jack Built mm-hmm. yeah see that's the problem with American audiences like <laughs> you're all so fucking sensitive stop fucking crying and just watch the movie it's yeah. to like raise awareness it's not to mock like, like, Honest, honestly there's worse shit out there that happens yeah, in movies. real life. There's and shit that happens in, and real, happens life in real life yeah, exactly. that people don't do shit about, yeah. but they don't want to watch a movie about it, even though they won't. I
0: mean, I mean, look, literally, the movie is it's about a movie. well, the movie is about a serial killer, like it. it it's it about happens. his life. It happens, know? and yes, there are real serial killers out there, and so this is what happens, basically. You know, like yes, it's it's not real, and yes, you know. It, we don't know exactly what what goes on in, like, real life. But, I mean, it's it's just an inspiration, you know? Like, he wanted to explore the mind of a serial killer, which is fascinating, you know? They're fucked up people, but it's fascinating. And that's what this movie is portraying. People like, are so,
1: saying it's like a exploitation film and all that bullshit. Yeah. Shut the fuck up.
0: It's about the character's mind. Like, you're trying to get into his head and see what... He is thinking because we don't know anything about these people, right? They're, they're, exactly. We call them crazy, but they have they have thoughts. So I, th- I think that for that reason, like, I think it's going to be pretty great. It's not going to jumpstart the next golden age, but you it'll don't have know. people talking. I, I think mean, hereditary yeah, I might. I'm, st- I'm, I'm hopeful that. Yeah. Once we watch it, depending on the critic response, depending on the on the number of people who go to watch it and depending on the box office numbers. It very well honestly could be because this movie has been hyped up not only in the horror community but like all over the place. So it's been called like the most terrifying movie of our age and shit. See, that's the kind of stuff that people need to be saying about a movie to to make it that catalyst, you know, to like really start inspiring other filmmakers to just constantly put out quality movies. Yeah, there has to be some competition. Exactly. Some
1: solid competition. You have to care if your movie's garbage. Because, because it, why would yeah. we go see a sequel?
0: You're not in a golden age if you're just like, oh, you remember Hereditary? But when we talk about the 80s, it's like, oh, you remember Freddy, Michael, Jason, yeah. you know, Leatherface, <laughs> you exactly. know Chucky, That's like all these fucking... All, all of them, right? Pinhead. Exactly. So you got to have, like, movies constantly like that that'll get people re-watching them and get people talking about them. There and needs it's not the word new. of mouth, you know? There needs to be something new. Yeah. And so new
1: yeah. that it doesn't matter that, like, it's not being pushed. Right. So just, the, just like, what what's in the movie yeah. is what gains the views, not, like, yeah. you know, how much people, like, advertised it. Yeah. Like, I think we need to... Re- I think randomly, one independent movie needs to re- be released per month. One independent mm-hmm. horror movie needs to be released per month to a theater. And we just watch it. If it becomes, uh, like, super
0: successful, ta-da, you yeah. know, like... I mean, it's kind of getting there with, like, A24, but they can't be the only company is doing it so like yeah you have Bloomhouse and uh ghost house pictures and, and studios like that but they're releasing all the paranormal activity type stuff they're not releasing anything that's whole like wholly original or unique or that's going to get people talking like that people need to go back to t- telling their friends and family about this like word of mouth you know yeah and i think that that's what's Definitely gonna do it, cause then people are gonna be more inclined to go like, "Oh yeah, definitely." But if you're scrolling past something on the internet that's like, "Hereditary's yeah, the Reddit's greatest movie ever," you're like, "Ah, fuck this guy," <laughs> you yeah, know? For real. Like, I don't give a shit. I'm just gonna move on with my life and scroll down Facebook some more until I get bored. <laughs> then I'm gonna open the app again when I'm bored oh, again. Jesus. Like, fuck, you know? So it can't, it can't be stuff like that. Or even if you're scrolling through Reddit or something there can only be so much online hype before people are just like ah this is probably some trolling shit but if you hear about it from real people in real life you're probably gonna be more inclined to go see it so that's that's another like characteristic I feel like of like a golden age and so that's probably what we need again yeah
1: emulation uh rewatch value uh consistent story yeah and not a shit ton of prequels and sequels that's the Mm. one thing they need to eliminate from making movies nowadays yeah they always leave it open afterward yeah. Which is good if they leave it open and they never explain it.
0: Yeah, or just or just resolve it. You know, like you should. Yeah,
1: not just like one of the two. But then once it's resolved, look at Insidious. Insidious Chapter One, yeah. Chapter Two, then a prequel, then a prequel.
0: Yeah, I didn't like. I didn't like that Cause at all.
1: they don't want it to die. Like they, they want that. They want people to still experience that insidious feel. Like oh, I'm mm-hmm. watching an insidious movie. Blah. Yeah
0: in reality like it's not the same thing as like friday the 13th though you don't have like this iconic killer or anything like it's a ghost movie you can only have like so much before it just becomes dead you know yeah that's what i think anyway but like with a slasher villain i mean that's like a that's like a character that's an icon yeah you know people will be like oh yeah michael's back and they'll go see that movie but you know now it's not quite as exciting when you think of like a city as like oh, there's city insidious did you hear about it you're like oh okay that's cool when's it coming out and then, you know, like a week before you remember that's coming out, and then you go see it. Exactly. You know. What? So
1: I think right now, either we need the independent movies at the forefront, or Bloomhouse just needs to release something that's completely different from anything they've ever yeah, released. Yeah, totally off the wall. Because
0: they can do that. Technically perfect. Yeah, they're an, an original, like incredible story. Because they're the goats right now. Yeah, they need to just take the reins and go for it, like. You don't have to re- you don't have to release more like shitty ghost movies and you don't have to keep releasing sequels. You have enough talented people on your team to like make something that's going to just put horror like in the in the forefront again. You know, have horror win uh, another best picture yeah. Oscar, right? The last one was like Silence of the Lambs. Damn. So we if if that I'm happens uh, I think it's a lot
1: Surprise Lady uh the woman in black didn't get any awards for cinematography cuz that's yeah, like it was great. aesthetically that's one of the
0: best movies I've ever watched. Yeah, the cinematography was definitely the highlight by being able to just like subtly put the woman in black like in the background like to where you wouldn't even know unless you looked there and even like, the, f- really hard, and the filler you know? scenes when like oh, yeah.
1: the the dad was driving down like the road and mm-hmm. like she that really, really far back shot starts fading out and like following the car. The camera mm-hmm. starts following the car as like the the camera pans out. Like it was just like I don't know. Like it like felt like you were there. Like I don't know how to yeah. explain it. Like it was no, just I know what you mean. like like everything was like super visible, you know? Yeah. Like I don't know. Like I just I just like those kind of movies and like the
0: devil is in the details and the devil sells. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. put in more details. I I would agree with that. So we'll see. I, I don't think that we're in one right now, but I think it's coming. Um, let us know what you guys think. Because I, I feel like this is a super interesting discussion. Like, I think we had a really gr- good discussion just now. And I know that people probably are thinking the same thing, you know. And I, I think it's kind of confusing almost because just of the number of horror movies that are coming out and being talked about. But then you kind of look at back at them and you're like, well... I don't. I don't think that people will just always want to rewatch them, or or even really talk about them in such a positive light in like twenty years, and be remaking these movies. You know, like I, I don't really think that that is something that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I don't think they're ever going to remake Insidious or The Conjuring yeah, or The Strangers or Yeah, they are I mean, what they are. What, what are they yeah. remaking again? Uh, they're remaking a recent movie, like a two um, thousand movie. I forgot what it was, but it was very know. recent. Like like right now if they remade I Know What You Did Last Summer I'd mm-hmm. be kind of mad yeah me too but think about it like when we were in 2000 2004 is when mm-hmm. like the remake started coming that was like 30 years after uh, the original Texas Chainsaw came out mm-hmm. so like 20 years from yeah from like when uh, it from when I Know What You Did Last Summer came out mm-hmm. that would be pretty soon isn't that crazy yeah it's like we would be like those I, angry. Like next year. we'd be like those angry old guys that are like two years yeah <laughs> I'd, be, mm. I'd be one of those jaded old critics it's like why
0: are you eighty years old watching <laughs> movies go hug your kids you're about to die right. soon. <laughs> fuck out of your deathbed yeah i, I don't know I, yeah like i said i feel like it's a really interesting discussion and uh please let us know your thoughts and if you have any other like questions about how we feel about something we may not have addressed Um, Let us know. I think that's pretty much going to wrap it up here. Uh, Thank you, as always, to Sports Radio Detroit. And if you like our content, be sure to check out the rest of our videos and like us and follow us on our social media. And where can they find us, Sam? They can find
1: us on Instagram. They can find us on Twitter. And they can find us on Facebook at Grave Discussions. Mm
0: -hmm. Yep. Same thing at Grave Discussions on all those sites. And, uh, yeah, just follow us. You can keep up to date on when we've dropped a new episode um, and what else is going on. If you want a shirt, we can sell you some shirts. (laughs) Yeah, we we do have the shirt if you guys haven't seen. Uh, I just have to have the printer create them, and, yeah, we can send you a shirt (laughs) if you really want. Um, So that'd be cool. And then, like we said last week, we're thinking about doing, like, a individual YouTube series for like just reviewing like new stuff that we've seen yep oh yeah quick five minute reviews yeah movies
1: I've seen that he hasn't and the movies that mm-hmm. he's seen that I haven't or we both Whatever. seen but we don't want to we don't want them to occupy an entire episode like Right. maybe some like hidden like I don't know some movies that you probably never even heard of mm-hmm. or maybe did hear of Yeah. but we're not going to go like super in depth in those
0: yeah so if you guys are interested in something like that um, do let us know but yeah, that's going to do it. Um, let us know what you think about the next golden age of horror. And until then, we'll see you next week on Grave Discussions. <laughs> This has been an SRD Production.